throughout today's performance. Please refrain from buzzing, stinging, and pollinating. And no chirping. All right, we're excited. It's your first day of school, Nemo. We're ready to learn, to get some knowledge. While on board, flash photography is not permitted. And please, no smoking at any time. An orchestra of penguins! I'll probably took the job for the hell of it! W. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 576, and I'm here once again not only to help you have the best vacation experience when you go to the parks, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with the podcast, my live video broadcast on Facebook every Wednesday night, videos, blog, special events, and more, whether it's your first time visiting or you've been hundreds of times, if you're planning a vacation or love the history, details, secrets, stories, and food, there is something in the show for you because each week I'm going to take you from the parks to the screens and everything in between. And if you're a new listener, thank you. Welcome. Please go back and check out some or all the past episodes for interviews, top tens, reviews, and more. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player and visit the site at www.radio.com. If breakfast really is the most important meal of the day, then shouldn't it be delicious, unique, and at a place that's worth making a special trip to? This week, I invite you to join me at Kona Cafe at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, where together we will sample and enjoy the tropical ambiance of the Great Ceremonial House and a variety of savory and a little sweet, unique egg dishes, pancakes with a Polynesian twist, and really a reason to get out of bed in the morning, Tonga Toast. And where I would normally have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, instead I'm going to announce the winner of last week's $100 in Disney gift card giveaway and show you how you can enter for a chance to win $100 in Disney gift cards this week with a brand new giveaway. I'll then have more information at the end of the show about upcoming WWE events, meet to the month, some upcoming event announcements, your voicemails, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. They say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. On behalf of lunch, dinner, second lunch, snack, late night at Sanaa and others, uh, I would potentially question the veracity of that statement. However, I think a lot of people might not realize that at Walt Disney World, there are many, many more delicious options than just grabbing a quick cup of coffee or an egg sandwich and getting out to the parks. In fact, I think in some cases, like today, breakfast can, should, and hopefully after you hear this, will be a destination. We are sitting here among the tropical decor at the islands of Disney's Polynesian Village Resort at Kona Cafe, which for a lot of people, unless you're staying here, might not necessarily be on your radar. However, if you've been to Kona before, 
Tonga Toast, I'm talking to you. There's a good chance you'll be back. And today I am back with friends and family to, or should I say my Ohana, to share in a little bit of breakfast. Returning to the show one more time is my son, Nicholas Mangello. Just give me my Tonga Toast and I'll be on my way. <laughs> Clearly here's a man who's eaten here before. And returning to the show is one Jimmy Styles. I left my belt at home. Bring on the food. See, that's this is why we're friends. You've probably heard Jimmy on shows before where we've talked about running team stuff, maybe nerdy movie stuff, Star Wars. Yeah, something like that. There, so, something, something like yeah, some, any, anything nerd. Yeah, pretty much. And I believe a first-timer on the show, I'm asking, maybe, is Ali Miller, a member of the WWE running team, the WDW Radio Nation, and extended family. Nobody told me I needed a cool intro, so I didn't prepare one. <laughs> it's all right. I'm reading off of cue cards. So, again, we were talking about, uh, I, you know, for those who know Kona, those love Kona, right? I told Nicholas that I was thinking about coming, and he literally jumped in the car, and I'm like, no, we're going tomorrow. Because this is one that I think is a, a longtime fan favorite. Nicholas mentioned Tonga Toast. For a lot of people, it's Tonga Toast and everything else on the menu. Um, Jimmy, you've eaten here before for breakfast? Oh, yeah, I've been here a million times for breakfast. It's delicious. So are you one of those, I don't even need to look at the menu, I know exactly where I'm going, I'm returning to an old favorite? Um, I have like my three or four dishes that I always go to, so it's kind of just deciding between those three or four. And Allie, you have never been here for a Kona Cafe breakfast? I, I think I have once, but I don't remember. It's been a long time. <laughs> we're going to change all that today. Uh, we're going to make you fall in love or fall back in love with Kona Cafe. And we keep sort of mentioning Tonga Toast. I think for a lot of people, that is the big attractor for coming here. But what a lot of people, I think, don't realize is that there's a pretty extensive breakfast menu. And part of the reason why I chose to do breakfast here is because I think for a lot of people, when I think breakfast at Walt Disney World, a lot of the places have the same items. It's, you know, eggs and bacon and, and you know, muffins and bagels, and then you sort of get off on your way. I really do think this is a, a, a destination breakfast. Um, so we're going to go through the menu quickly, and then we're going to decide what it is that we are going to order. Um, I, I don't really frequent the lighter fare portion of the menu, obviously, but they do have a tropical fruit plate, and I've never seen this before. They have a spice-rubbed salmon plate with pan-Asian accompaniments for $16. That sounds like it's Polynesian-style... Uh, like sat la locks, yeah, yeah, the, the the New York, New Jersey staple of like bagels and locks, but I don't know if there's a bagel with it, but that's what it sounds like. I first sort of dismissed it. Now I'm like, huh, I wonder if I need to try it. But let's get into the actual menu itself. Again, the Tonga toast, if you don't know, is and I'm going to talk slowly because it's so good. Banana stuffed French toast rolled in cinnamon sugar. Yes, it's healthy. Served with a strawberry compote and your choice of ham, spiced ham, bacon, or sausage. It comes at $16. Let's not kid ourselves. When we say that this is Tonga toast and banana stuffed French toast, it weighs about 11 pounds. Like, this is not this is not your, your mother's French toast. I'll be telling my kids about the legend of the Tonga toast. <laughs> is this your sort of go-to? Is Tonga toast your... No, actually, it's not. I, I'm, I usually go for something else we'll talk about in a minute, but... Have you ever had it, Allie? No, but I don't eat bananas, so... Oh, my gosh. You're... <sighs> wow. Okay. 
Clearly, I've never had breakfast with Ellie before. Um, there's also also the Polynesian egg platter, which is two eggs with fresh fruit poke, bakery fresh muffin, potatoes. Again, ham, sausage, bacon, a, a normal sort of Polynesian or American egg platter. That's also at $16. The plant-based Loco Moco. Oh, wait, so they have two. Oh, wait a minute. They have a regular Loco yeah, Moco. That's, that's and new. They've got, oh, that's, they've got a, that's new, yeah. So this is a new plant-based addition to the menu. I'm going to, I'm going to read what the regular Loco Moco is first because this is – Truly a traditional island brunch staple, and it's a tower of rice. Go with me here. I, remember, this is breakfast. It's a tower of rice with a grilled hamburger patty, house-made chorizo gravy, two eggs any style, topped with tomato salsa. That comes in at $12. I've had that before. It's phenomenal. And they do have a plant-based one with plant-based eggs, plant-based sausage, coconut milk, rice, and pico de gallo. Also at twelve dollars. Is that your is that your go to? I mean, the the regular one is usually my go to. Yeah. Have you ever you ever had that before? Um, no, but I'm going to eat some of Jimmy's. <laughs> so I think Jimmy's not getting it. Um, there's also the Seven Seas Samoan. I keep looking over at Jimmy to see when he's going to react. It's poached eggs with citrus hollandaise sauce on pulled pork and turkey hash with mustard greens and tomatoes tossed in a citrus vinaigrette. Is that it? Is that your jam? That, yeah, that, that or the Loco Moco. I'm trying to decide between the two of them right now. Don't worry. We're going to get more than one. There we go. Uh, that comes in at $14. There's also a ham and cheese omelet, regular French toast, topped with caramel, banana sauce, two eggs any style, and the oh-so-very-delicious macadamia nut pancakes with macadamia nut butter, pineapple sauce, and ham, spiced ham, bacon, or sausage. There's a wide variety of sides, including bacon, pork sausage, ham, creamy grits with smoked gouda, Oatmeal, fresh fruit, specialty beverages. Um, there's a Lilikoi mimosa, a wasabi Bloody Mary, and a Polynesian red eye with coconut rum. Nicholas, this is all you. Coconut rum, lamoki juice, and grenadine. A number of non-alcoholic specialty beverages. And I'm going to mention the Kona coffee, um, which if you've ever been to Hawaii before, I had Kona coffee before. It's one of the fertile regions of Hawaii where some of the best coffee in the world comes from, and you can actually get a freshly brewed Hawaiian Kona Marago. You can get pressed pot coffee, which serves too for nine fifty. Um, Jimmy and I were talking about that earlier. If you're a coffee drinker, it's some of the best coffee you're going to find, certainly on property too. Yeah, I'm a big coffee guy, so I'm really excited to try it. And there's a wide variety of juices as well: um, apple, grape, pineapple. I, I wonder if I don't know if they still have the pod jupe. Is it the the pineapple, orange, guava? Yeah, the pineapple, orange, guava juice. I'm pretty sure they still have it here. I think it's called the Oh, yeah. It's the Lily Koei. So the mimosa there is actually with the pineapple, orange, guava juice. So it's an adult, it's adult pod juice, and then there's regular. And there's also smoothies and uh, specialty character drinks. So, Allie, since this is sort of your first timer here, this uh, reading through the menu is also partially for you. Anything sort of jump out at you as intriguing tempting and or delicious well i'm and if you say two eggs any style we're done here <laughs> okay once well, that although i would eat that um i don't know i might get the local moco i kind of dig that i'm uh i'm loving that and and so jimmy so for you you're, you're between the local moco and the samoan well if she's gonna get the local moco i'll go with the seven seas samoan nicholas i have a feeling i'll have the two eggs any style please i'm getting you a kid's menu you're <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so I think this might actually work out well because we'll have her come by and she'll talk to us a little bit more about the menu. But I think it would almost make sense to do a Tonga, a Samoan, a Loco Moco, and a Macadamia Pancakes because those really are the four highlights. Ali's looking at me like, why would we get four entrees? Why wouldn't we? And I'm need to. That's all we're getting. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk to her about the spice rub salmon plate too, just to sort of make sure um, it's not something that we need as well. Um, but you also should try the grits, because I think I've had the grits here, and they're really good. The grits, they had me at Kuda. Aloha, Janine. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic. So are you guys ready to order? I think we are. We, we have gone through the menu. However, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, as a as a resident of Kona Cafe, what is your sort of go-to, most recommended, you have to have this item? So the two most popular items, I will tell you, one is the Tonga Toast. Tonga toast is a big piece of sourdough bread stuffed with bananas, dipped in French toast batter, deep fried, rolled in cinnamon and sugar, served with a side of our house-made strawberry compote. All I heard was bananas, which allows <laughs> me to justify it as being healthy. <laughs> very healthy, very healthy. <laughs> Second most popular item, which is my personal favorite, is our macadamia and pineapple pancakes. Those are three pancakes with whole macadamia nuts in them, crushed up pineapple on top, and a macadamia nut butter on top of that. I like that because it kind of oozes into the pancakes, gives it a nice flavor. I'm not a big syrup person, so I like it without, so it kind of just gives it that flavor. And do me a favor. I, it's been a while since I've been here. Can you tell me a little bit about the spice rubbed salmon plate? So the spice rubbed salmon plate is smoked salmon, and it's got the cream cheese and capers in the middle, so it's it's rolled, and it's cut in half. has a little bit of a, it's the on the side is a, an egg that's folded, and then it's got like some, some vegetables, like some um, onions, it's a tomato. So it sort of is like a bagel and lox just without the bagel. <laughs> yeah, and then it also has like a little crisp bacon, in, or I'm sorry, a crisp um, bagel in the middle. It's like one, just a slice of it. It's a very nice thing. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. All right, but I'll let you guys go around. I always believe in ladies first. What am I doing? You're ordering. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? She's like, what? <laughs> I'd like the loco moco, please. Absolutely. Now those eggs come over easy. Do you, would you like them another way? We can do them anyway. Just like. a little bit more medium would be great. And then the chorizo gravy on that is amazing. So do you want extra chorizo gravy? It makes the whole dish. If she's asking if you want extra gravy, you always say yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer for her. She definitely wants extra gravy. <laughs> Absolutely. My pleasure to do that. Hello, uh, I will have the seven C Simone, please, and a side of well done bacon. And, and can I also do, uh, we're going to share the, uh, the press pot? The press pot? Yeah. Absolutely. And do you guys need cream with that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Whoever's going to, okay. Absolutely. Can I? He'll have the child's fruit platter, please. <laughs> I will have the Tonga toast with a side of bacon, please. Absolutely. What can I get you to drink soon? Uh, I think I'm going to have some of the press pot. So we've got the Tonga Toast, the Samoan, the Loco Moco, so I have to round out the, the macadamia pancakes. And I, I believe we have a special request for a side of creamy grits. The grits are amazing. The grits are very amazing. They make them with uh, heavy cream and butter, so it cooks right in, so it gives it a nice flavor. Now with your macadamia nut pancakes, you also get a side bacon and ham or sauce. So I would like my bacon very, very well done, please, and then go back and then make it well done one more time. Okay. Any other beverages besides the press? You have one press. Yeah, just water. Just water. Do you want to 
one of the juices. Sure. The What's it? Lilikoi? I used to call it pog juice, it's but it's okay. It's just our Hawaiian thing. Mahalo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back, guys. So just very quickly, um, when you, so we're all locals. Ali, you visit from uh, beautiful San Antonio, Texas. When you come here, is breakfast a thing for you or is just breakfast a thing you have to do so you have energy throughout the day? And the question really is, do you have a favorite breakfast spot or breakfast item anywhere on property? I don't usually eat breakfast, um, but I do tend to skip breakfast here because it does tend to be generic, just Mickey waffles and eggs and potato barrels. And um, But I had the breakfast bowl at Woody's Lunchbox yesterday because it was close to where I was, and it was really pretty good. I haven't been there for breakfast yet. Jimmy Style? Uh, I haven't been there for breakfast either. Um, I do have a favorite breakfast spot. It's probably the Wave uh, over at the Contemporary. I really love their breakfast buffet they have set up there. It's a little bit smaller buffet, but uh, they just have some really awesome selections there. There's quiche and there's like biscuits and gravy and um, oh gosh, biscuits and gravy. I was now now I'm thinking about Whispering Canyon over at Wilderness Lodge because their breakfast is awesome and their servers there are always a lot of fun. And it's a good, it's a good time to go have breakfast there. Nicholas, what about you? Any place you can think of like that you go to for for breakfast? Right here. Yeah, this is um, this has always been one of the ones that that's a favorite for you. As I'm saying this, I think that I need to do a top ten places. It's either places to get breakfast or top ten breakfast menu items in all of Walt Disney World because I know a lot of people love Boma for dinner. I would put Boma's mm-hmm. breakfast up against their breakfast buffet is not only unique but one of the best on property. Although the breakfasts, um, the is it Donald's Breakfast Asaurus? No, is that was it right at? Um, That's, I don't think they do that anymore. Tusker House, the Tusker oh, House oh, breakfast, right? The Tusker House, the Tusker House is really, yeah. really good, and I would almost put it right up with, if not even more, a little bit higher than Boma. Hear me out, Boma fans, because one, you're already in park, and because they also they have a couple of items that you can't get inside of Boma. So as long as you're making the hike to Animal Kingdom so far away, um, you might as well be in the park already. There is another good breakfast. It's over at the Boardwalk. And I'm blanking on that restaurant. Trattoria Al Forno. Yes, that one. It's a character breakfast, but it's um, menu-based. It's not a buffet. And they have some really good stuff there, too. That's different. I have not done breakfast there. I have not. Nicholas, how have we not done breakfast with the princesses there yet? Well, after we're done here, we'll go. We'll we'll have second breakfast. Round two. Round two. This is just our appetizer. Right, it's like pre-breakfast. Listen, if, if anybody leaves Kona Cafe breakfast hungry, clearly you've done something horribly, horribly wrong. Call me up. I don't live far away. I will come and rescue you from your, your breakfast mistake. But yeah, I think I need to do a, a top 10 places to have breakfast or top 10 breakfast menu items. I need to do a lot of research before, uh, before getting into that one. So our food just arrived, and this is always the part of the meal that anybody who records with me hates because I'm like, don't touch anything. We have to photograph it first and then talk about it. So you've never been here before. Give me your first impressions. You were I saw that you were in awe of the size of the Tonga Toast. I'm mostly afraid of the size of the Tonga Toast. That's a mountain of food. But, I mean, it looks really pretty. Everything looks great. I'm kind of eyeing Jimmy's plate over there. I know. Jimmy's plate looks looks somewhat healthy, 
not for the holiday sauce, but for the fact that there's greens and a tomato on the side. Yeah, sure. There's, there's greens on it. That makes it healthy. We're, we're good. Right. Much like mine has pineapple. So I think we should um, we should all dig in. And obviously, having never done a dining review before, we all need to sample a little bit of everybody else's. Maybe we'll save the Tonga Toast for last because it is sort of the signature item. No, I mean, <laughs> no, no, Nicholas, you can start digging in. The poor kid has been sitting here like, Dad, please, I'm just famished already. Just cut it in half and leave some for us all to taste. Now, Nicholas, let me ask you something. For your Tonga Toast, do you do it plain? Do you do syrup? Or do you do the strawberry compote, which makes it even healthier on top? You got to do the strawberry compote. Like, come on. Interesting. Interesting. Some people, I like I like a little bit of syrup on mine as well. So, Allie, ladies first, you got the uh, the Loco Moco. Everybody dig in, and we'll, uh, we'll sort of go around the horn. And that's a gigantic bowl of grapes, by the way. So, Jimmy, you are digging in. You got the Samoan, which for a long time was my go-to item. I actually bypassed the Tonga Toast and stopped looking at the menu, went right to the Samoan. You made the yummy face, and I heard many, many yummy sounds. And what did you say when you first took a bite? I said I missed you. Because I'd been, I'd, been, I'd been cheating on the Samoan with the Locomoco for a while, but this is delicious. So describe what it is. So it's some shredded pork, um, almost like, kind of like, I don't want to say hash brown, like, but more like potato wedges, like sautéed potato wedges. Uh, a poached egg. Uh, the yolk was nice and runny. It was really good. Uh, some hollandaise sauce on top, mustard greens, and there's like a little bit of Roma tomato. It's really good. All right, Jimmy Styles, do me a favor. Give me a little forkful of that action right there. Allie Miller, how's your uh, how's your loco moco? It's really, really quite good. The chorizo gravy is is excellent. I don't like cream gravy, so I'm really happy with it because it's not heavy and and um, thick. It's really light and it's excellent. So spicy, not spicy. No, it's not spicy, and it's not spicy at all. For me, I'm like I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> it's not. It's not overly spicy. It's a very mild spice on that chorizo. Oh, I just had a taste of your loco moco. I forgot. I mean, sorry of your um, Samoan. I forgot how good that was. Right. Oh, you want to? Can you give Nicholas a little uh, yeah. taste of that action there? And then Ali, since you're across the table, I'm gonna. Oh, you want me uh, to yeah, just please do it for me. So Nicholas. Oh yeah, oh, Nick, say, say, Nicholas, you're diving through that tonga toast. So tell me about tell me about your tonga toast. This mountain and behemoth of a French toast is bat a beautiful battered mountain of just fried cinnamon sugar goodness stuffed with banana. And then on the side they give you a little bit of strawberry compote that's just so good with it and just tops off like the cherry on top of all this amazing goodness. So people might hear French toast, cinnamon sugar, banana, strawberry. Is it? Do you find the the tonga toast to be overly sweet? Because remember, you're a young guy, but I know you don't like them super super sweet either. Oh wait, you have a mouthful of uh, Samoan right now. By the way, Ali just shared a little bit of her loco moco. I forgot how good that was too, because I think that might be one that throws people off because you don't think about having rice for breakfast, but having visited um, Asia or even like on the, the West Coast, a lot of times you'll find um, some breakfast items that have rice in it. I do like the little bit. It's not spicy at all, but there's a little bit of a zip with that too. 
it's such a unique breakfast item, I think, because of the rice. And you guys can certainly dig into um, academia nut pancakes. There's it's there's a huge portion. I've, I've never tried that one. So what? I've, I've never tried the macadamia pancakes, so I'm really excited to try them. All right, we, we all have to share here. Nicholas, don't you dare eat all that French toast. So, Jimmy, you said you've never had the macadamia nut pancakes before? No, they're really good. And pineapple on top. I don't know what they did to it, but it's delicious. So it's sort of that pineapple and... I, I keep I want to say honey butter. I know it's not honey butter, but it's also the the flavor and even a little bit of the texture from the macadamia macadamia nuts that make these not ordinary pancakes. Right, you know, pancakes are my thing. It's sort of just a pedestrian breakfast, but these are so. This I would normally not get pancakes probably anywhere else except here. Also, the pancakes themselves are not super sweet, so it's not like you feel the enamel sliding off your teeth when you eat them. It's really I'm surprised, but I actually like them. And they're super, like, big and fluffy, like me. <laughs> so oh, not, not big and fluffy, but... Right. So it's not... Um, they're not super, super dense and heavy, either. They're so sweet, and even just, like, the crunch of the macadamia nut adds, like, a good amount of texture. That's what I like. I like the little bit of texture, I think, from the macadamia nut. Mm-hmm. And even the, the pineapple on top doesn't make it overly sweet, too, and the- and the butter helps, like, moisten everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. And my bacon was nice and burnt, too, so it was perfect. Allie, did you try your grits? Yes, they're really good. They're super creamy. Um, they're very rich, and they have smoked gouda in them, which makes them just really flavorful and amazing. So just so you know, when I say, Allie, did you try a grit? What I'm really trying to say is, Allie, would you like to offer me some of your, <laughs> some of your grits? Oh, there's oh, there's a lot of grits. Yeah, it's definitely not a small side of grits. That's a, that's a pretty big side of grits. Oh. Wow. So, so we always, as a kid, would drive from New Jersey to Florida, really drove everywhere, and we were going on vacation. Because grits is not really... I, you know, it was not. It's not a northeast thing, so I, I wasn't introduced to them until we came to the south, and it's something that I and my brother really started to enjoy as kids, and actually used to have it a lot at home. And I, we've had grits with, you know, cheddar and stuff. And I've never had it with gouda because you're right; it adds a different, um, not just a different flavor, but a different level of creaminess to it. That's really good. That'll help you carb load for like a week. Jimmy, you try them? Mm-hmm. No, I'm... You, you, I know you have a mouthful of food. That's why I asked you. Did you try the uh, grits? Yeah, I love them super creamy like that. They're really good. And there's a lot. Like, that's that's a big, that's a shareable that's a shareable portion. Did you try them, Nick? They're so good. That's as gouda as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all thinking it. He just said it out loud. Um, so, Nicholas, do me a favor. Cut me off... Did you share your Tonga toast yet? That entire toast is for everyone to share. All right, so we, have we all tried everything else other than yeah, Tonga toast? You've tried everybody else's next part? I need to try Allie's. So give Allie your fork because she's going to eat the whole thing. So, yeah, I, again, if you, look at the, if you look at the loco moco on the menu, you might say a hamburger and rice, not only do they not mix traditionally, but it certainly wouldn't mix for breakfast. But with the eggs... 
with the chorizo. So what do you think? The gravy. Oh, my goodness, the gravy. I see why she said extra chorizo gravy, because it's really good, and it sort of soaks into the hamburger patty and the rice. And the hamburger patty is nice and thin, too. I don't really like a very thick hamburger. So you got a lot of different flavors and textures with the, the Locomoco. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm torn. I'm torn as to which one I love most. All right, but let's, um, why don't we take that Tonga toast, divvy that thing up, and let everybody have a taste. So, Ali, I know that you are admittedly not a banana person, so Tonga toast is probably not in your wheelhouse at all, which is okay. Yeah, it's really not my jam. It tastes like bananas. Um, but, you know, I tried it. I did what I had to do. You can at least say now that you've had Tonga Toast. Jimmy Styles, thoughts on the um, legendary Tonga? I mean, it's delicious. I've, I've had it before. Uh, sometimes, we, you know, when we come here, we'll kind of all order an entree, and then we'll get pretty much like what we did today, just like a Tonga Toast for the table, and we'll all kind of divvy it up. It's delicious, especially with that strawberry compote on top. Yeah, it's a, um, I mean, it's a lot, even for one person. I mean, Nicholas, you did pretty admirable taking that down on your own. Everything is so good. Everything is so, so good. No, it's okay. Um, the thing about the, the, the Tonga Toast is it, it is, a, it is, it doesn't appear to be, but it's very, it is very, very shareable. I think you can sweeten to taste. So whether it's a strawberry compote or you do syrup. Here's a little hint, too, and I think we talked about this maybe when we did our review of the quick service dining location here. Did you know that you can get Tonga Toast at Captain Cook's downstairs? Not only is it less expensive, but obviously you don't need a reservation to get there. The only difference, I believe, which is still true, is that it's not served with the strawberry compote. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it just comes with syrup down there. Which is fine because I'm back and forth. I think I would do it half and half, like half strawberry compote, half syrup. Um, so, all right, having tasted a little bit of everything, what is your, if you came back again, alley ladies first, where do you think you would go for breakfast? I, and you're literally sort of uh, like a tennis match. You're looking at Jimmy's um, Samoan and you're looking back at your local moco. What do you think is your favorite? Um, I really like the flavor of the pork on the Samoan, so I might give that a try. But I would definitely go back for the local moco as well. Uh, I mean, like I said, like I've got my kind of three things that I always order, either Tonga Toast, the local moco, or the Samoan. So I'd go any of those three. Maybe all three. Who knows? I think, like, I tried the Poco Loco or whatever it's called. I think that's what I might get the next time I come here. So, I think the correct answer is if you can, come back with friends or family. And if you do exactly what we did this morning, you get everybody gets something different. Like if they had a, if they had a Kona sampler, where it was a little Locomoco, a little Samoan, a little bit of Mako pancake, and then like a little mini version, like an individual size version of the Tagatos. That would be perfect. And I like the Gouda grits too. Yeah, the Gouda grits are really, that's really nice. Su- that's a good side to get, like as a complimentary to the rest of what you ever you're doing. But you really could do exactly what we did. You know, everything is is um, depending on how close you are with your friends or family is relatively shareable. I keep looking over at your local moco because it's so so different 
than anything else. I, I think it really, I think there's a repeatability factor to Kona Cafe for breakfast, depending on who you come with and or what mood you're into. And if you can certainly come by yourself, there's, we've, I've talked about going solo. I think any restaurant in Walt Disney World is, is appropriate to go solo. But if you don't want to, call me because I'm close by. So is Kona Cafe, you know, we're, again, we're locals. We sort of come here and on race weekends, a lot of times there's always a reservation for, for Kona Cafe. Is as not a breakfast person, is Kona Cafe someplace you'd come back to? Or is it, you know, something like this where you'd come back if you're with a group of friends? I think I definitely come back here. It's close to Magic Kingdom. It's on the monorail. Um, it's really pretty here in the resort, and I think that it has really excellent food. So I come back. Definitely, like I mean, just being a local, I live about seven minutes door to door, and it, also I'm I'm here pretty often. <laughs> like if you're here at the resort and like you already did, like you already went to all your early day parks, you already did flight of passage, rise of resistance, smugglers and all that. Like, just take a nice break morning, come to Kona Cafe, whichever resort you're at, and just get a good breakfast. And I think that's it. I think I think Kona Cafe for breakfast, and part of the reason why I chose it is I think it's a destination breakfast. And there's not a lot of places I would say that I would go to specifically for breakfast if I wasn't going to that park, staying at the resort. Kona Cafe is a place that you'd come back to specifically because of the unique menu items that they have here. Uh, obviously, they take tables in Wonderland and annual pass holder discounts as well. Um, Nicholas, we didn't, I didn't even get it. We didn't even like talk about your your pineapple orange guava juice, which although we did say you can get it on Disney Cruise Line, which is nice too. We were, Jimmy was saying that you can get it at Cabana's. Yeah, Cabana's they have it like kind of like the little juice bar there. It's like where they have apple orange and they also have the pineapple orange guava juice there. They have this a lot of places. They have it at Garden Grill. They have it at 1900 Park Fair. They have it at Tusker House. It's just called different things. Might be Jungle Juice. Might right. be. I've heard Jungle Juice before. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so they have different names for it. But if you read the description and it says the passion or yeah, passion fruit, orange, guava, it's that's the same stuff. And they do, as we said, they have an adult version of it too. If you want a little uh, little bubbly to to help get your <laughs> to help get your day started um so yeah i want to hear from you have you ever been to kona cafe for breakfast um if so what did you think if not is this something that you would put on your menu and radar if you have been here what is your go-to what's your go-to item at kona cafe um and where else do you like where else do you think is sort of a a a, a breakfast destination that's worth making a, str- a special trip to i think there's a lot more which clearly opens up the door to lot to many more breakfast dining reviews. It's why all of my pants are stretchy by definition. Um, Nicholas, Ali, Jimmy Styles, I want to thank all of you guys for getting up early this morning and uh, and sharing a little uh, a little breakfast. Listen, getting up early is worth it for this food. It's so much better than getting up early for the marathon. You're, we just did marathon. You are one hundred percent right. Yes, absolutely. How would you know? You didn't run the marathon. <laughs> I've done it before. But see, just so you know, all those people say I run the marathons so I can eat all the foods. This is clearly a testament to the fact that you don't need to run in order to still enjoy all the foods. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and you're in a theme park. The calories don't count. You're fine. Pretty sure that's not how that works, but it's worth it anyway. In Disney, all your calories are just turned to pixie dust. <laughs> 
until you move here, Nicholas. Look, I am clearly evidence of the fact when you move here, the calories all kick in. Um, but listen, you know, like you said, you can hop over to the monorail Uber boat and uh, and walk off your Kona Cafe breakfast um, in Magic Kingdom and then come back and then go to Trader Sam's later on at night and then get a dole of sitting outside. And it's nice here. They open at like 7 or 7.30 in the morning. So if you get up early and you want to rope drop Magic Kingdom, you could still get there before the park opens. Yeah, it's nice and close. And since you do security here at the monorail, you don't get stuck in back check. Of course, now now when I saw the, the crowds for Ohana, when I came up the stairs and I could smell all the food in Ohana, I'm like, oh, we need to do a breakfast dining review at Ohana, too. We've got to do a dinner dining review at Ohana because holy meat sweats, Batman. Like, <laughs> And then, well, when we do, we'll talk about where and how you can get Ohana without having to go to Ohana. I'll tease you with that. Um, Ali, Jimmy, Nicholas, you, my friend, who's sitting here virtually with us, helping us clean off our plates. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, mahalo. Are you going to finish that? What? <laughs> Jimmy, you, cl- you, clean, you clean that entire plate. Ali Miller, you too. You guys are... I tried to slow myself down, and I just couldn't. All members of the Clean Plate Club. I'm the only guy with food left in his plate. be time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history, yada, yada, yada. Instead, last week, we did something a little bit different, because we talked about 20 reasons to visit Walt Disney World in 2020, and I wanted to help you not only plan for, but save for and enjoy more your next Walt Disney World vacation with $100 in Disney gift cards, because now is the time, now is the best time, it's an old Carousel of Progress reference, to create some of those memories at Walt Disney World. And to enter to win, you didn't have to know any history or trivia or anything like that. All you need to do was help spread the word through our contest that we ran over on Instagram. So last week, in order to enter, all you needed to do was subscribe to the podcast, follow me on Instagram, like the photo about this week's show and contest, comment with one thing you were looking forward to most in Walt Disney World in 2020, and tag a friend that you wanted to take with you and invite them to listen as well. For an extra entry, you can, and a lot of you did, share the post and tag me in your Instagram story. So last week I took all the qualifying entries, randomly selected one, and last week's winner of the $100 in Disney gift cards is Caitlin Stubbs or Stubbs underscore Kate, who wants to go back for Batu and Rise of Resistance. $100 in Disney gift cards should help you enjoy oh so many Ronto Roasters, or half of a lightsaber at Savi's workshop. Anyway, Caitlin, congratulations. Thank you. Please reach out to me. Let me know your shipping address, and I will get your discard, gift cards out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World non-trivia giveaway. So again, this week, I have $100 in Disney gift cards to give away, and I really want you to keep doing what I've asked you to do since show number one, which is help spread the word. This week, again, it's easy. You can earn multiple entries, and again, you're helping the show, so there's good feelings all around. 
So this week, instead of heading over to Instagram or getting the Walt Disney World details or obscurities, instead, I want to head you over to our community and conversation, which is really more like a place that family gets together. It's the WW Radio Box People group on Facebook. And so to enter to win this week, all you need to do is this. Subscribe to the podcast. Join the community by going to www.radio.com slash community. Like the post about this week's show there and comment with your favorite place for breakfast in Walt Disney World. It could be Kona. It could be somewhere else. Tag a friend who you'd love to take with you and invite them to listen. So again, to enter, it's easy, but you need to do all five things. Subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is that you consume podcasts. Join the community at www.radio.com slash community. Like the post, comment with your favorite place for breakfast, and tag a friend who you'd like to take with you. Again, you can enter more than once by tagging more than one friend in separate comments. And once again this week, I will take all the qualified entries, randomly select one who's going to win the $100 in Disney gift cards. You have until Sunday, January 26th at 11.59 p.m. to subscribe, join, like, comment, and tag. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so very much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I hope you did not listen hungry. It's never a good idea, even if we're not talking about food. Please don't forget to join the community and conversation by going to www.radio.com slash community. That is the Box People group on Facebook. And again, you can also be part of the group and enter for a chance to win the $100 in Disney gift cards this week. Speaking of community and family, I want to thank some of the new and longtime members of the WW Radio Nation family. I appreciate all of your support and your help, and I love being able to give back to you each and every month. A new scavenger hunt just went out this week. I want to thank some of the new members who joined the hundreds of you who are part of the Nation family, including Brandon Morgan, Brittany Dijon, Emma Harmon, Debbie Brandstetter, Angela Jones, Kevin Cooper, Kimberly Mobile, Linkletter, and Gwyn Cornell. I sincerely appreciate you and and everything that you do does so much to help the show. If you want to find out how you can help and get exclusive rewards every month, including custom monthly scavenger hunts, we have a private Facebook group, custom magic band covers, logo gear, t-shirts, backpacks, care packages from Walt Disney World. We also have exclusive live video group calls where it's not just me talking to you we're all on a call together you also get early access and discounts to special events <clears throat> that might come in handy soon to find out more visit www.radio.com support and please don't forget that while this is obviously completely optional it's not only a great way for you to help the show but to help others as well because the portion of the proceeds of your contribution do go to our dream team project to benefit the make-a-wish foundation of america Don't forget, you can find so much more than just the podcast by going to visit www.radio.com. We have an amazing team of blog writers, videos, a free weekly newsletter, and lots more. You can also connect with me on social. I am at Lou Mangiello on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and yes, even LinkedIn. If you have a question or an answer on the show, you can email me, Lou, at www.radio.com, or call the voicemail be heard on the air at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-9391. 900-WDW1. You can call with a question, a comment, or just a hello from the parks. Of course, as much as I love connecting with you online and the conversations we have on social, nothing beats a handshake and a hug. Don't forget that our next meet of the month is going to be over Princess Marathon Weekend. That's going to be Saturday, February 22nd. Stay tuned. 
for the exact location and time. And if you're going to be in New Orleans, whether you're coming on our cruise on the Disney Wonder or not, we're also going to do a meetup in New Orleans on February 6th. If you go to the events page at www.radio.com slash events, you can find out about our next meet of the month on the road events, cruises, adventures by Disney, and a few other announcements I'm planning over the next week or so. Definitely stay tuned. You can also find out about other meetups I do, not necessarily Disney-related, as I travel on the road to speak at events and conferences. And if you visit LouMangelo.com, you can find out how, one, I can either help you turn what you love into what you do with one-on-one coaching, private mentoring, mastermind, my Momentum Weekend Workshop, and Retreat in Walt Disney World. Those I'm going to have dates and announcements for uh, release of tickets probably in the next couple of weeks. You can also find out how I can come to speak to your conference, event, corporation, school, meeting, whatever it is. I can talk about everything from ultimate customer service lessons inspired by Disney, leadership lessons from Walt Disney, social media, podcasting, live video, community building, as well as inspired topics geared specifically towards students, your business. To find out more again, visit LouMangelo.com and stay tuned for, like I said, dates and tickets for my Momentum Weekend Workshop this fall in Walt Disney World and my retreat coming this summer. Thanks, as always, to Becky Mankin and the entire team at Mouse Fan Travel. They're my official and recommended travel provider. It's who I use and have used for almost 15 years. It's who I trust, which is why I trust recommending them to you. They'll give you a free, no-obligation quote on your next Disney World, Land, Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, Aulani, or any other vacation, and they give you the best possible prices, all available discounts, most important, the most amazing level of personal service that really is their hallmark. Again, you can find them over at mousefantravel.com. And as always, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word, let others know about it, tweet out that you're listening, share a link to this or your favorite episode on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you like. And if you can, take just a few seconds to rate and review the show over on iTunes. It's incredibly helpful. And if you haven't done it before, please take a couple of seconds to go over to iTunes and leave a review. I want to thank some recent reviewers, including Wilson's Ranch, who says it's top quality content filled with happiness. I love the podcast. Positive, inspirational, and filled with love. I love that. Lewis tapped into the happiness in which others want to be a part of. Makes you feel as though you're a lifelong friend, because you are. Also, valuable information about all things Disney. Baseball Man 5555 says, Lou Mangello, the goat? I put the question mark there. (laughs) WW Radio is a must-listen for any Disney fan. So much great info and honest commentary on the parks and beyond. Sound bites at the beginning are the best. Cardgasm says, simply said, it's the best. I can't say enough about Lou, the podcast, and the community he has built Cardgasm, it's actually the community that you have built. I just built the clubhouse. You guys populate it. The podcast is educational, entertaining, fun, and always gives you the Disney fix you need when you're unable to go to the parks. I love the history, trivia, the guests, and all the aspects of the podcast. Lose knowledge of Disney is second to none. Thank you. And, and listening each week just adds to my already infinite love of all things Disney. So thankful for Lou and the podcast. I'd give it 100 stars if possible, but for now, I'll give it the five aloud. Thanks, Lou, for the podcast and the clubhouse that I'm a happy member of. And Superbug1972 from Canada. I dig that. That's great stuff, man. Thanks for the con. Thank you for the podcast. Simple and sweet. Thank you so much, Superbug, Cardgasm, Baseball Man, 555555, and Wilson's Ranch. 
Again, if you want to leave a review, just search for WW Radio in iTunes. Or if you go to www.radio.com slash iTunes, it'll take you right there. Show exactly how to do it. Finally, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your time, which I know is your most valuable commodity. I appreciate the love and the support that you give me, really, and the gift of being able to do what I do and share it with you. And if there's some way that I can help you, uh, please, please let me know. And I hope that tomorrow and every day you wake up trying to make a positive difference in the world, whether it's what you do every day or in a small gesture towards another person. Do things that your older self, your kids, your parents, your friends will be proud of. I promise you that a little bit of positivity, a little bit of a positive action towards others has an amazing ripple effect the same way that you have had an incredibly positive effect on me. So I do hope that this is your best week ever. Thank you so much. I love you so much. So until next time, see ya. Hello, Lou. This is Julie Gavada from Spring, Texas. And I was just giving you a call because I'm just sitting here enjoying um, all the memories from our most recent trip to the world in December and January um, to ring in the new year. And I thought it was so neat to put my thoughts together, and I did a top ten-ish um, first-time experiences that I, I did with my family when we were there for New Year's Eve, the week of New Year's Eve. So we got there on the 30th and stayed through the, the Sunday. And I just knew that you and everybody in the Box family would appreciate it. So here it goes. My first time, um, of course, we've been on to Disney, you know, multiple times. Uh, our trip started back in 2001. But on this particular trip, um, these are some experiences that were the very first time for all of our family. Uh, it was the first time we've ever done a New Year's Eve at Walt Disney World. Um, believe it or not, after listening to many episodes and hearing this brought up, first time we were actually took the time to go to Tom Sawyer Island, which we loved. My kids are 17 and 13, and my niece is 19. I was there with my niece, my brother, my sister-in-law, my husband, and we had such a good time and are so glad that we made that uh, effort to get over to Tom Sawyer Island. Um, for many, many years, we have tried uh, to ride a Main Street vehicle, and we never do because we're always in a rush. Um, we rode the double-decker bus down Main Street, USA, um, before rope drop, so that was fun. Um, let's see. First time staying at Coronado Springs. We've stayed at multiple properties, but as I looked back at this trip, realized that this is our first time staying at Coronado Springs. We did not stay in the tower, but it was our first time nonetheless at that property. We loved it. It was just so beautiful. Um, let's see. This was a big one. This is where the ish comes in. Of course, it was our first trip to Galaxy's Edge, and we were able to experience the entire land. Um, we did Millennium Falcon. We did Rise of the Resistance twice. Um, we did, my kids did a, a Build Your Own Droid. My brother did a lightsaber. We all had drinks at Oga's. So we totally experienced Galaxy's Edge uh, for the first time as a family. Loved that. Um, oh, here's another great family event that we did. Again, many years. 
have tried to get over to do one of the miniature golf because it always in, is included in one of our packages. Never get a chance to do it. It was a beautiful day on New Year's Day. Hey, Lou. It's Christine Morrison from Flower Town, PA. I am out and about running errands, listening to the latest show, doing some dog walks. And I'm calling because I'm super excited for everything that is happening in the next two years in Disney World. And I'm also calling to say that I have been working with um, MEI, Mouse Fan Travel, specifically Jackie York, who is my travel agent. I am going on a Disney cruise next January, so it's a year from now, which will fly by. I'm taking the kids um, as a surprise for Christmas. Uh, that is their Christmas present, and I'm trying to come up with creative ways to present it to them on Christmas Day. So it's going to be a surprise. They have no idea. So we're going to do the three-day Bohemian cruise on the Dream, and I've never cruised before. And, of course, I would never do anything other than a Disney cruise as my first cruise, and it will probably always be on Disney. But, anyway, I am super, super excited. And I'm also going to look into Disney Vacation Club. Um, I really, really, really want to do that. So I just had a call because you and Becky got me all excited about what's coming up this year for Disney, and I can't wait to go on the cruise. It's also building my resume for um, MEI Mouse Fan Travel, as um, I did apply with them last year, and I need cruise experience. So that's going to be my retirement job. I'm working on my resume. So uh, see you guys later. See you in the box, and um, make somebody smile. Take care. Bye. Hey, Lou. Julie Yamada from Spring, Texas again. I'm calling back a second time to leave a top 10-ish list for you from our most recent trip to, to Disney World. Um, we went December 30th through January 5th, and when I started thinking about how great the trip was, it dawned on me that I had a, a pretty much a top 10 list of what were first-time experiences this particular trip after being to Disney World many times, um, and I wanted to share with everybody because I thought they were fabulous. Um, so real quickly, my top 10-ish list, New Year's Eve in Disney World, experiencing a countdown. We were at Hollywood Studios. It was fabulous. We loved it. First time after being multiple times going to Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, first time riding on a Main Street vehicle. We've always wanted to do that. We rode the double-decker bus down Main Street before rope drop. Um, first time sitting at Coronado Springs. Uh, that was a beautiful property. Unfortunately, we didn't have the same great as, you know, Char, but it was still beautiful nonetheless. Uh, first time doing um, Fantasia mini golf. We've been trying to do that for many, many years, and I was so excited we got to do that on New Year's Day. It was a beautiful day. My entire family loved it. Uh, first time we got to see uh, the Lightning McQueen show. That was new. Um, and then, let's see, we went first time seeing the Disney Riviera Resort, which was, we went to just go explore and have a, an off day from the park. Uh, first time riding the new themed buses, um, the Walt Disney Transport, Transportation Buses. Love all the new wraps um, on those buses. And then the last couple was, let's see, as adults, first time riding with my brother on a couple of nostalgic rides. So we rode the teacups together, and my, my brother and I both looked at each other and thought, we have not done this ever, and here we are doing this as grown adults. 
Um, we also rode Rock and Roller Coaster, which was pretty funny because that, that was just a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Oh, and the last, um, the last number one thing for me this trip was the first time I got to see you unexpectedly at Disney's Riviera Resort, ran into you and the family, Deanna, Marion, and, and Nicholas, and got my handshake and a hug, and that was my top ten uh, first-time experience on this most recent trip to Disney World. Um, hope everyone's having a wonderful week and a weekend coming up. I am so thankful for everything that you have done to create this community. I feel like such a part of family. I'm so looking forward to 2020. That's another point while I'm leaving for you. Uh, this is a great year. This is going to be a fabulous year, and I am so thankful to be part of the WDW Radio family. Everybody take care. And-